The Dad Presents, Episode 22. This show's for you. It all starts right now. But look, Jay Maddie, she's showing these young girls, keep your man. This mm-hmm. is how you keep your man. Stay nasty. Hello and welcome to the Dad Presents episode number 22. That's a deuce deuce, everybody. This is B. I'm here with Jay Maddie as always. Hey, man. Hey, uh. Happy Black History Month, my brothers. <laughs> you were holding that my one. My brothers. How long were you holding that one? <laughs> since Janu- the whole drive over here. Yeah, yeah. Since January 31st, <laughs> he's been holding that one. And of course, Dog is here. Love is in the air. What up, Dog? Hey, what's up, players? I love you guys. <laughs> <sighs> this show is off to a bang, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no telling what's going to happen here. Um, let's see. What do we got going? Um, oh. I can bring up bring you guys up to date on my visit from the uh, gay bar if you like really quick. Terrific. Let's do it. It's raining man. No real activity there. I was kind of disappointed. Gay guys just won't commit. I guess they're just like regular guys. I got a couple of looks just to refresh everybody. I went to a gay bar with my wife on Friday, last Friday. It was a going away party for one of her coworkers. So we went together. Got a couple of looks from guys, but no real commitments from these gentlemen. These gay gentlemen. So I was a little bit disappointed. I feel but, bad for you. I'm sorry, bud. But, you know, the thing is, you find out these people, these people, gay people, are have the same kind of things everybody else does. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, like, they're like people. They are yeah, exa- exactly people. like people. Imagine that. <laughs> so we... That's him. We're at this bar, and the TV's on. So naturally, you're in a bar setting. You're like, oh, man, what game is on? Not a game. It's RuPaul's Drag Race. Nice. And everybody's mesmerized by RuPaul and this drag race. The entire bar. There's like 300 people there. Wow. And they're all watching RuPaul. RuPaul's an icon in the gay community. I mean, she's like, yeah, she she's is. up there. Yeah. Fire. But everybody, they, they wouldn't even sip from their drinks. They're watching this thing like mesmerized by RuPaul. And then you pick up like lessons. Like I went to the bathroom. Again, nothing bizarre happened to me in the bathroom. Totally re- regular experience. When the bathroom... I mean, you're talking like, <laughs> have you never been around gay people before? Were you no. expecting them to like grab you and throw you over the sink or, I didn't, or what? I didn't expect. Gay people go to the bathroom just like regular people. I didn't expect anything. The thing is, I'm doing this for our audience who, you know, lives in middle America who may There's not. There's gay people there too. Sure but, sure. They, but they may not have the same sort of interaction on a daily basis that people in LA have. Okay. So, you know. Enlighten nothing, them. Enlighten yes, middle I'm, America. I'm enlightening middle America. Thank you. And, and you're welcome, middle, middle America. But. You know, you go there, you got the valet at the bathroom, you wash your hands, they give you like candy, you know, in a men's bathroom. Same thing. They gave me a sucker, you know, like a blow pop. (laughs) I refused to put the sucker in my mouth the entire time (laughs) I was at the bar. Wouldn't do it. Cannot, I'm not quite ready to make that jump. But beyond that, it was a great time. We danced, we cruised West Hollywood and had a good time. Good, man. But you know, gay people can sniff out other gay people though. Like they'll know if you're gay or not. Yeah, not always. Well, you know, I, I did better it. than we can probably, but yeah. not always. Yeah, yeah. I've, so. I've been confused as a gay man several oh, yeah. times well, by other gay men. I could see that. I mean, it's just because I have so much, you know, like style and bouncing my stuff <laughs> yeah. throws them off a little bit. Yeah. yeah, him with the torn ACL has a lot. Oh of man, <laughs> speaking speaking of that, you have that gay swagger. Yeah, yeah, torn ACL. So let me let me take it back a minute. Yeah, so go ahead. you know, 
with this baby making process, you know, two times a day, every day. You tore your ACL making a baby? Well, no. You know, you remember when Michael Jordan retired? <laughs> oh, God. Okay. And then yeah. he came back and he tried to come back with, with the Wizards, right? Sure. Yeah. And every once in a while he'd go off for 30, but but most of the nights he just didn't have it. His heart wasn't in it. Right. Yeah. That's basically <laughs> an analogy for my penis right now. You know, 10 years ago, Jordan. Yeah. Now it's like Jordan after retirement. Twice Jordan. a day. Every day, it's just too much, man. It, so, so what I'm saying fun, is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds <laughs> so, fun. I wish I was doing that. <laughs> so, this this ACL tear may be a slight blessing in disguise. It gets me out of baby making duties for a little bit. Do you, do no, you, it doesn't. Not really. Yeah. Oh yeah, it does. Do you want to tag dog love like this? Yes, you can. No. Do you want to tag doggy in? You can tag him in. <laughs> you mean, do I want to raise doggy children kids. nine months from now? No, no, thank you. Oh God, no. But like that Jim Carrey movie. What was that? Shit? Oh God, with the little kid, the, yeah. the, the, the three kids that were all black and they were oh, all man, being raised. By, yeah, I don't think you're appreciating my, my Michael Jordan analogy. Um, you know what? I will say you are a trooper, much like Jordan in Game Six versus the Jazz in when was that ninety something. Where you play with the flu, you are playing hurt today, and we appreciate it. So um, yeah, tore the ACL jogging, yeah. everybody. So I'm gonna be gonna be uh, handicapped here for about three, four months, probably. Oh, not, not good. Yeah. Put him on the disabled list. You want to jump into parenting questions? Sure, let's do it. All right, let's go. Brought a couple. Um, all right. So number one from Abigail, she mm-hmm. says, "I'm a new mom." Yeah. And I read all these parenting blogs trying to keep up and educate myself and become a better mom. But sometimes these blogs and magazines just make me feel shitty about the kind of job I'm doing myself. Huh. I like your page. She's talking about the uh, Facebook page. Not the centerfold that you put out. Right. Okay. She probably like that too. <laughs> because your humor is very real and your parenting is relatable while still offering some good advice. So basically, I chose this question because it, she's, you know, she's pumping me up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know, ego's hurt. Ego. Ego's hurt. His and, injury, uh, he's injured. So anyway, she says, yeah. "I'm constantly tired and weak. I've got a four-year-old that needs a lot of attention and a baby that needs all of my attention. My husband is barely around, and sometimes I hate being a mom. Mm-hmm. What do you do when you're feeling overwhelmed by everything?" So I'm gonna I'm gonna answer this first, and then I'm gonna kick the B because. Sure. Um. You know, you've dealt with some overwhelming stuff. Yeah. When I'm overwhelmed, um, what I typically do is I just uh, go to the bar and leave my wife with the mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm about um, to say, damn. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really get overwhelmed anymore. Um, in my own life, I've learned, like, when, it, when I feel the pressure coming on or when something sucks or, like, I tear my ACL, <laughs> I just... I just accept the reality of the situation. Like mm-hmm. my ACL is torn now. Sure. That's how it is. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And I just roll with it. Yeah. So when it, it's like that in the house and it's chaotic, I just take a breath and I'm like, this is what it is and this is what I'm doing. Yeah. Conversely, my wife does sometimes get overwhelmed. She doesn't manage that stress as well, I don't think. Sure. So when I see that happening for her, mm-hmm. what I'll do is I'll try to take the kids for a minute and Tell her, you know, go have a moment. Go Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Um, now, this girl mm-hmm. says she doesn't have a man. So I would recommend, you know, maybe hire a nanny if that's affordable. That might be good. If not, get a friend involved. And, you know, if you, none of the above, you just got to find five or ten minutes a day to, like, get in your headspace and, and chill yourself out. Sure. And uh, figure out how you can best manage that stress. I thought yeah. she had a husband. I thought she said she had a husband. No, she says... Uh, 
Yeah, my husband is barely around. Barely so, around. So she has yeah, yeah. 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 Way to listen, dog. Yeah. <laughs> well done. All right, B, what, what about you? Okay. Uh, the first thing really comes from emotional. The thing you have to tell yourself, if you're doing the very best you can, and that goes with your profession, it goes with you know things that you are dedicating yourself to. Of course, it goes to your kids. If you are doing the very best you can, sometimes that is all you can do. You know, if your child has a roof over his head or her head and has food in, in, in their belly and is going to school and is getting education and is getting uh, access to uh, uh, exercise or what have you, as a parent, you're basically knocking out a lot of <laughs> just r- r- the necessities, which is important. So if you're doing that and say you screw something up one day, it's not the worst in the world. Um, you can recover from that. But you have to tell yourself that, yeah, okay. I am providing for my kid. I'm doing the very best I can. Sure, we might not have got had to go on vacation because of financial issues. That may be an issue. But my kid is still being raised in a way that I care for him. My family cares for him, so on and so forth. I like what Maddie said that's about... Being, that's being positive, but, but what mm-hmm. do you do about... Um, wh- ha- she's feeling overwhelmed, so how mm-hmm. can she help that feeling? She needs to she check her that? fucking husband. There check you go. your husband, but depending on like if he's he has to work a lot or you know you never That's know that situation. Like. Mm-hmm. But tell him to hire help, you yeah. know, hire a nanny, mm-hmm. help her out. At least the nanny can come in like two or three times a week. Sure, you know, and the husband, you know, shit, get it together, man. Yeah, and you no, know, you got kids. That's now. definitely mm-hmm. option one: is get the husband involved. I agree with that. To get a nanny, and and then the thing too, and everybody has different, you know, sort of idiosyncrasies with who watches their kid and who can spend time with them. But wherever your kid goes to school, if he has a friend and the parents aren't like geeks, and (laughs) you you can stand the parents and you trust the parents, maybe they're you know. And the thing is, it works both ways. You you could maybe lean on them, and they could lean on you in times of need. We had a a yeah, absolutely. But these Mm -hmm. kids are four and a baby. Probably no friends in the picture yet. Yeah, that's yeah that that is true. The age thing, but. If there was another age, that would be it. Um, the thing is, like I said, go with, first of all, not beating yourself, not kicking yourself while you're down. And then secondly, re- request help, whether it be from your husband, a friend, a mother, father, sister, brother, you know, what have you. That's really what it is. Give yourself a break because you're no good to the kids if you're not any good to yourself. Yes, agree. Mm-hmm. Agree. Get help. But at the same time, Abigail, you also have to to learn how to deal with some stress a little better, maybe. Learn how to stay emotionally level when you get really stressed out. That's a skill. And like any other skill, it requires practice. So so work on that for yourself. Do yourself that favor. Get sure. a nice buzz at home. Drink some nice wine. Do that. At home and that, chill. That can help. Anything in moderation is good. Right, doggy? Yep. Exactly. Look, what does dog know about moderation? Get <laughs> <laughs> right, doggy, my ass. All right, second question. <laughs> All right, we got we got Aaron. Aaron. Aaron says, I live in a dry town in Alabama. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Oh, shit. It doesn't stop the kids from drinking at all. In fact, they end up driving to the next town over to buy liquor. Mm-hmm. Our town has no Uber because it's a small town. Drinking is illegal here. So we have a lot of kids driving to the next town, drinking and driving back. Mm. Help us. So on this, I, I have firsthand experience with dry towns. My first job out of college was uh, in a town called Martin, Tennessee, Stay away from that town. Mm-hmm. It's a tiny little town in Tennessee, dry town. This town was so small. I, I took a job down there. They were going to set me up with residents. Mm-hmm. The residents they gave me, this is a true story, they gave me a hospital room in the hospital that I was working at. Wow. That's what I, I lived for six months in a right. hospital room. So on weekends, there was like there was like 20, 
Filipinos working there who were mm. fresh off the boat, like had been brought in from the Philippines to, yeah. to fill this short-term gig. Mm-hmm. We would go to the next town, buy some liquor. There was nothing to do with that town either. Then drive mm. back to the hospital, sit around the lake, get drunk, and watch <laughs> this one duck try to rape another duck. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we did every night. Is that a big thing, duck rape? I, it was with this duck, man. This duck was <laughs> on it for like six months. Ducks are assholes. Cocks are Yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah, go ahead. What, give Aaron some advice here. You know, Aaron, I think, you know, and I don't want to tell you how to run your life. This is a parenting advice show, by the way. But but listen, sometimes it may just be time to move. It may be time to go see the brighter lights in a bigger city that, and I don't know, again, fi- financial issues, or everybody's got them, what you can do, I, I don't know. But if your town cannot support you while you're raising your kid, and I mean not like babysit for you, but just the minimal things that a town should provide in terms of safety for its residents. And again, being a dry town while allowing other young kids to go, you know, basically drive all over the place drunk is not the answer for you or for your family. So it may be time to move. Um, you may also want to check in with local law enforcement, but I have a feeling that in that town, the the police officer is probably also the barber who also sells meat at the deli or something like that. That's what it sounds like, Opie and Andy. And, you know, so you might not get much luck there. It may just, you know, and if you're going to move your kids, you can find a lot worse reasons to move than for your kids. That would be a perfect reason to move. Yeah, that's great, but that's not very practical advice. Well, I mean, you know, people, I I don't know what his financial situation is like, but... I'm guessing he's not rolling in it or he wouldn't be in that tiny little town. No. You got to you got to be a little more practical. I would say um you know, you're not going to stop your kids from drinking. We've had this conversation before. Nope. So you've got to be in a position where your boy feels honest enough to talk to you about these things and just tell him, "Look, if you're going to the next town over and you're going to drink, call me and I'll come get you." Yeah. That's what that's what you want to do. It's a bit of a sacrifice on your end cuz you're going to be driving to pick up your kid. Mm-hmm. But um the alternative is is grim. So I would say, look, I, we would prefer you don't drink, but if you do drink, not going to be mad at you. I will, however, be mad at you if you drink and then get in the car with another kid who's drinking. Sure. So when you're drinking, you call us, we'll come get you. Or uh-huh. just, you know, when you go to the liquor store, stock up so much to where your kid can stay home and drink. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys can drink together at home. You know, keep it at home, you know, and uh, their friends can come over to your house, drink there. Mm-hmm. Make your house almost like the party house, but you're watching over everybody. Yeah, that's not terrible. But then you're 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 kind of have the liability for yeah. all these other kids. Yeah, well, there's just that. keep it minimal. And it's also sounds like it's not legal in the town, so there's that there's to that. worry about too. That, that kind it's of not legal to drink at all. That's what that's what I got home? from it. Yeah, I've never trying. heard that. Yeah, yeah, you're you're probably right. Yeah, I can't imagine that. Yeah, that house would sound like your house in elementary school. Dog's house was like the party house. <laughs> Everything went wrong at Dog's yeah, house. Yeah. A lot of duck rape over at Dog's house. Mm, uh, quack, quack. Duck rape. <laughs> <laughs> so, a lot of fondling. If, yeah, there was, there was some fondling. All right, there, guys. Take it easy. Okay, let's Groping. go. It's a gropes. Yeah. All right, so are we done with parenting questions? That's I one, that's so. two. That's, that's good. That's good. All right, well. Let's uh, move on to the current events of the day. Thanks um, for the what's questions. going on? Thanks for the question. Yeah, thank you. Keep them coming. Yeah. Hey, before we move on, mm-hmm. first of all, guys, please review us on iTunes. Yes. Subscribe and review us. That, that really helps us out. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, keep the questions coming at facebook.com slash the dad presents. Just shoot them over on Messenger. Very well said. All right, what's going on? All right. So speaking of stuff, you know, because we start off with me in a gay bar or whatever and, and, you know, RuPaul or whatever. 
Tyra Banks, so, you know, models, stuff that gay folks would be interested in. This show is for you gay folks. Um, <laughs> everyone else turned the channel. No, it's for everybody. But Tyra Banks is basically going to build an amusement park for models called, I think it's Model Land. And it's going to be done here locally in Santa Monica, if you guys are around the L.A. area. But basically, it'll what show... What is Model Land? Model Land will be basically a sort of, I don't know, Universal Studios that shows you what the life of a model is. This is a terrible idea. If you're into that sort of thing. Somebody invested money to build an amusement park oh, in yeah. Santa Monica, of all places? That, yeah. That's like the highest real estate in the country. No, I think she this has like 32,000 square feet of a building out there. I don't know where it is exactly. So it's not like an amusement park. It's going to be like a museum kind of deal. I, yeah, a museum I guess, would yeah. be better. Yeah, I guess it's hard to actually have like rides and shit like that. But all it was right. described as like an amusement park, like a Universal Studios or something yeah, like all that. Right. But, Good luck to her. But Model Land will be the um, the name of it. 21,000 square feet in Santa Monica. A new world of storytelling and adventure and grand, fantastical, physical place where expressions of beauty are celebrated. All right. Sounds like Terrific. a recruitment you know what? ballpark, almost like, you know, she's recruiting models also. Yeah. You know, so for kids and stuff like that. I don't know. I guess. A recruiting? I mean, recruiting you know, models? I'm just yeah. thinking like, young you know, kids? young girls will go there and <laughs> yeah. just want to turn into models maybe, or, you know, yeah. you yeah. never know. No, I, I models, wish models are going to be forever. You yeah. Know? Get my tickets ready. I'll be there with uh, uh, high heels on. Models are so skinny, though. I don't like models too much. Uh, yeah, you know... The, the, like the thing strippers. about the thing about the fashion industry, I, you know, a lot of uh, feminists they get outraged by the fashion industry and um, how it gives women and un- young girls an unrealistic expectation of beauty, mm-hmm. which is true. It does. Yeah. Yeah. But what I always like to point out is like you're you're getting mad at men for this, and this is not straight men who are in charge of the fashion industry, nor is it the straight men who are picking the models, dressing the models, designing the clothes. Exactly. I mean, we're the furthest group removed from that. It's, it's, it's largely gay men and women. Exactly. It's the gays. Blame the gays. They show us for you, gay people. Yeah, oh. I mean, it's, it's gay men and women yeah. who, who hold... <laughs> men, you, you know, you look at uh, Victoria's Secret supermodels, yeah. right? They're beautiful. Sure, anybody can see they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. But they don't look super healthy. You know or I mean? like, realistic. No, yeah. Or but, realistic. But I'm saying yeah. as as a man, like if I if I'm picking out the models for Victor Victoria's Secret, mm-hmm. these girls are gonna be a little more curvy. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't I think the models that get picked are picked because they're very thin and clothes hang on them nicely, which sure. is what the fashion designers like. Mm-hmm. But that is not straight men like us putting those expectations on your daughter. Mm-hmm. That's that's Gay fashion industry and women. That's who dictates fashion. Yeah. Yeah. So blame to the gay people. Once blame again. the gays. Exactly. Um, next up, this Super Bowl passed a couple weeks back. We were sitting there at the wonderful Super Bowl party. Dog made a late appearance to the Super Bowl party, and everyone was happy to have him. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Levine of Maroon 5. And this was sort oh, he's of a, so beautiful. Yeah, well. He, he took got everybody shirt. in that room so hot and bothered. <laughs> Your wife and mine included. <laughs> yeah, no, they they both they were... disappeared into a little corner. <laughs> they did. I don't know where they it was went. the only time they were interested in anything <laughs> yeah. concerning the game. Yeah, but he takes his shirt off, and then of course the next day is people go, "Well, what about Janet Jackson? Janet Jackson showed her titties. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Yeah, why can't Janet Jackson show her titties? She Adam did. Levine showed his titties. Yeah, it's a titty, titty, titty everywhere. <laughs> Damn, look at them titties. So the question is, <laughs> titty, titty, titty. Where, what is the difference? Is there any difference between what Adam Levine did and what happened to Janet Jackson umpteen years ago, or however long that was? 
Not really. It's mm. just societal norms for, for what is normal. It's normal for a man to have his shirt off in public. It's mm. not normal, at least in this country, for a woman to. There's, it's not one, one is wrong and one is right. It's just what society in general is used to. Mm. And, you know, 30 years from now, that might be different. Women might be walking around topless. But here's the thing. Like, I people, hope so. People, yeah, people seem, kind of seems like they want it both ways. Mm. Like, if women start walking around topless... Yeah, men are going to be looking at them because we like boobies, mm-hmm. right? So Ooh, more than looking at them, women keep them covered up sure. to be to be modest. I think mm-hmm. so. I, I don't. I don't know what the, what they want here. Yeah, you might want to turn off that phone. I, the phone's <laughs> off. It's the iPad. I don't know how to turn that off. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll just roll it. All right, we'll roll. No worries, doggy. What do you think? It's the same thing. Should well, everyone be able to freely? Do dude, him? look good, man. Yeah, he's you know, been in the gym. Cool body, you know what I'm yeah. saying? He, shit, he you're making me nervous, to, dog. He deserves to take his shirt off. You know what I'm saying? All that hard work. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Why'd you say work like? That? I don't know. I just <laughs> said it like that. But you know, like with Janet, it's different. You know, just I mean, you can't just be showing titties and shit. Yeah. Well, why not? You know, because you'll these bastards out here that are like not pedophiles because that's for children, just like rapists. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll just want to touch you and grope you. You know, it's just that will happen. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't see too many women rapists. Yeah, you know, you see men rapists. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So we want to take keep our women. Yeah, but I don't, covered and loved. Yeah. You know, and and nurtured and you know. All Do that you think stuff? that yeah. that women walking around with their Shirts off would lead to more rape. I don't think it. Would I lead think to more it. Rape. Well, I think it would lead to more rapist assault, is a rapist. Assault. I think. I think it yeah. lead to more assault. I think, groping. Yeah, maybe like in the, running up and if, touching you. Yeah, mm-hmm. if there's girls like walking around you know, topless in a bar. Cool. Yeah, that's not cool. People rope them and whatnot, but that happens now no, already. Oh, not mm-hmm. that bad. But take his shirt. If they take the shirts off, showing nipple, somebody will run up to him like a little baby. Yeah. You know? You know, and start sucking on the nipple. Yeah. You know, you can't do that. In this society. Stop drooling when you talk about that, man. He's excited about it. I'm just saying. But I think you'd have too many people that would look upon it as an opportunity. Like, it would be a perfect excuse. You know, the the 90% of the, you know, mature men who would just sort of stare and, you know, point and go jack off somewhere. (laughs) They'll touch. (laughs) And and that's what guys will do. They'll start touching. They'll start touching. The other 10% would probably go touch. And nobody wants that. It'd be sick. Yeah. Yeah. But it does does bring up a, a fundamental like point like we seem to be with identity politics mm-hmm. everybody is so concerned about the other yeah. like okay men can walk around with their shirts off why can't women it's not fair mm-hmm. we got to get away from that like let's just make good decisions on a whole it's not any different for a woman to walk around with her shirt off than a man it's mm-hmm. it's not any different it's really not it's just they're showing their parts we're showing our parts but yeah. it does but men do react differently yeah, to those kind of things than women do and it d- will bring up some situations which are probably not great for society yeah this is raises an interesting question i didn't know we were going here with this but listen okay so it may it, is it could it be different for men like because if the, you could get a erection men would there's some men that would on site get an erection at that sure right women 
I, as far as I know, never been a woman. But, Women don't get erections. Or, I mean, do they get wet when they see Adam Levine with the, just off TV? They probably get a little Maybe. moist. They don't when have they to get engorged. Women don't they have get to, blood flow down there they like men do. touch themselves. No. No. They don't? Oh, okay. You know what? We got to have some more female guests on here. Because <laughs> that, that's a good question. And women... But what does it matter? Well, it, you're just trying to figure... I'm trying to figure out, is it really different? Is it... The thing is, is that you can't have it because guys can't control something physiologically and women can, or do women get... Around, but the yeah. act of taking your shirt off and walking around mm-hmm. without it on is not different whether it's a man or a woman. It's no. the reaction from the opposite That's, sex yeah. that will be different. That's it. Yeah. yeah. But but that, yeah. So anyway, women, if you can help us out with this, give us a jingle or something. But sticking with this, the thing that got missed in all of this, let's go back. I think it was last year when Justin Timberlake performed. Where were the Me Too people when Janet still can't perform in the Super Bowl, but Justin Timberlake, who ripped her shirt off, can? That's the question. Well, can she not perform, or they, they just... They are not going to invite Janet Jackson back to She's that not show. really relevant anymore. She's always relevant. She's, she's Janet. Relevant. What are you talking about? She's got hits. She's got... She's a problem. When's the last time Janet Jackson's made an album? Doesn't, doesn't matter. It's just like Madonna. She she doesn't need to. She's like Cher. She, she could yeah. go... If she wanted to, she could go have a residency in Vegas if she wanted to, and just perform off her hits from 30 yeah. years ago. I, I love Janet Jackson. Yeah. Um... But she's not as big as Justin Timberlake now. But I, I do see your point. I could yeah. see I could see me me two people making a stink out of and that. And they didn't. Yeah. But um I, I I the obvious answer is Justin Timberlake is one of the most popular musicians in the country. That's why they had him. But back. they were equal. I don't think they're punishing Janet. Yes, they are. When you say you can't Do you can't, know this or are you just I'm guessing? just saying, do you think Janet Jackson is gonna perform in the Super Bowl or be asked to perform again? I have no idea. Probably not. So, and when you do that, you're punishing her because you're not letting her get her message out. If she has a new album to promote or if she just, you know, wants to build, continue to build on her following, whatever. only like one person a year gets asked to do that. You're not punishing her. You're just not choosing her. You're only punishing her if you're making an active decision that we're not going with Janet because she showed her titty. That's why. And we don't know that they're doing that. Well, think about it like this. Justin Timberlake has had a return event since then. He performed with her and then he <laughs> performed again you people get called back and that's the thing i don't think the nfl will ever call janet jackson back maybe again. not we, and it's, it, it's like it's like a lot of the things with um big organizations like that we don't know their motivations no nope. that, that might be their motivation they might be punishing her like you know some people suspect they're uh punishing kaepernick but yeah you know we don't know they are but anyway <laughs> <laughs> and wait now of course we just go right into it Maddie's favorite part of the show, where he gets educated because he's ignorant on so many issues. Explain a black thing to a cracker, Maddie. All right, let's you see what do you got. That? Yeah, right. I was thinking. You about should this. have asked me that. Okay, so anyway. I, I was uh, <laughs> I was thinking about this one uh, this week when that that um, Cardi B video came out. And they're all twerking. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Can't get enough Cardi. Right. So can't get enough. So that that became a big stink on Twitter because not uh, because of the twerking. Be- well, no. <laughs> Some uh, conservative woman came out and said something about Cardi B, like, how how is this lifting up women? And then Cardi mm-hmm. B shop. I became a whole thing. Sure. And I was trying to explain that to my wife, so she wanted to see the video. Mm-hmm. I hadn't even seen it to that point, because I don't really give a shit, but we mm-hmm. watched it. Yeah. And I just found it to be fucking ridiculous. It's just, it's just, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, I love, now look, I love... A beautiful woman, sure. as much as the next guy. Sure. I love a beautiful round ass. I do. Sure. I love a round ass. And congratulations. But with the twerking in the past couple of years, number one, mm-hmm. black guys don't just love a round ass. They want it like three times the size of what I'm looking for. Yeah. 
what's that all about? Number two, what? Why do you guys like twerking? It's it just look, like it looks like they're having a seizure to me. It looks Sex, ridiculous. It's sexy. Go ahead. I'm gonna let dog you go know, lead off I, with this. I, I just think it's it's sexy and it's it feels well when I look at it, it feels like. In my body, I get this certain <laughs> tingling sensation, and it feels like I'm actually digging in the woman. Like oh, I could put the picture in my head of me and the woman actually having a sex act. So yeah. you relate you know, it to I could, sex. Yeah. Then you could, yeah, I relate mm. it to sex. You could see, you know, how they they could really if they can dance like that, mm. they could really well, dance. Yeah, in the I mean, bed. You, you always say you could tell how a woman makes love by how she dances. Right. I mm-hmm. get that, and yeah, when you look at them twerking. That's obviously the first thing that comes to your head is putting, sure. putting yourself between those cheeks. Right. So it didn't that conservative kind of have a point when she says this is not lifting up women, it's kind of degrading. Like Cardi B and these other women are trying to make it like it's an empowerment thing for women to shake their vaginas in your face. Sure. Like well, that. black Ow. women, and they have to look up to someone, and Cardi B is successful now. Mm-hmm. So she's just showing them a different avenue. Look where she's came, come from. You know what I'm saying? So, so the avenue is no, just, become a stripper. No, and then, not well. You know, twerk hey, all over. if that look, if the, if that's what it takes, mm-hmm. just being a stripper is not bad. She elevated her game. Yeah, she went from a stripper she to sure an did. entertainer. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But some people strip and go to school. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. So you know, just she's a role model for a lot of young women. Yeah. No, and or a lot of young girls to big piggyback on what Dog said. Um, no, the empowerment is in the eye of the beholder. If Cardi's messages to women, you know, beyond the twerking or whatever, if you want to go out and twerk and shake your ass in, in the sand over and over again, go do it. If you want to become a multi-millionaire uh, performing artist, go do it. If you want to get into other businesses, which I'm sure she's into and have endorsements, go do it. The thing with empowering women, women were, you know, right up there with, you know, other minorities were basically prohibited from doing so much early on in this country. That empowerment is in the eye of the beholder. And Cardi B isn't for everybody. So if you're looking at a conservative who looks at her, that might not be for her. She might be more, uh, you know, encouraged by somebody like Laura Ingram or um, the other conservative blonde, uh, Ann Coulter, right? That might do it for them. And even though you might not agree with what these women have to say, you can get empowerment from those two women because they are, you know, spokespeople for what they believe in. They're on television. They're making a good living. Any of and all of that is stuff that you can get empowerment off of. Yeah, I there's, think. there's no doubt that Cardi B is killing it and that she's sure. motivating girls all over the world. I, I don't doubt that. She, I dig it. She's she's killing it. And she's, she's amazing. Showing, but look, Jay Maddie, she's showing these young girls keep your man. This mm-hmm. is how you keep your okay. man. Stay nasty. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all, all I'm all the only point I'm bringing up, and I'm not even sure how I feel about this, but okay. like when you say on one hand that this twerking, I'm 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 female empowerment. That's what this twer- twerking is. To me, that sounds like when a, a girl says, "I don't dress slutty like this to get guys to look at me. I do it to impress my girlfriends." Mm-hmm. It just doesn't feel genuine to me. I don't see how you're empowering yourself by twerking. Mm-hmm. Why are you twerking? Mm-hmm. Why? Why are you doing that? Because they, it feels good to them, and in again in the, this society, the act of twerking feels good. Sure. Or is it the fact that you get all those eyeballs on you? Whatever works for you. If getting eyeballs it was is what does it for you that makes you fulfill yourself and get through your day, then if you're not hurting anybody, go shake your ass in some sand. But look, yeah, if, if you look, it's, not, it's part of the start. So, sorry for uh, cutting you off, but it's part of the African culture. Mm-hmm. Twerking. 
Yeah, if you look back in the day, dancing, you know how they do the little dance and be shaking their ass Mm -hmm. and shit like that, looking good, you know, but twerking's a little bit more different, but it's almost similar. Yeah. Yeah. Just look back in the day, how the Africans back in the day shake their ass, even though Cardi B might not be African, but still, Mm -hmm. it's in the African culture. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with twerking. I don't. I no, agree. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not going to bash on twerking. I just don't want to hear. I hope not. I'm. I'm from someone like Cardi B. I'm twerking to empower women. Sure. And then on the other hand, turn around and talk about how men objectify women because they seem to do both things. If you're out there twerking, mm-hmm. you know, Dog just told us it gives him a little tingle in his pants. If you're out there twerking, <laughs> throwing your ass up in the air, yeah, making men think about wanting to copulate with you, then you can't come back five minutes later and say, I don't want to be objectified. You just objectified yourself. That's all I'm trying to get across. Let's, Mm. let's, let's have consistency in the things that we say. Mm. Twerking, twerk your ass off, but then don't, don't expect us not to objectify you. Well, the thing is, the thought is, is why can't you have both? Why can't I go out, go to the gym, work out, get this good body, go display it, feel good about myself and then not be attacked or not be groped or whatever. No, I'm not saying anything about groping or attacked, but you go to the gym Mm -hmm. and you work out and you get muscular and and good looking and you go to the beach and you take your shirt off, you're going to be objectified. Well, that's that's just human nature. That's biology. That's, uh, that's okay. Let's, let's do an equivalent of that. Let's say Mm -hmm. you, um, you got a big hog. Okay. Right, like Uncle Ron. Right, you're yeah. back. You're back here, like Uncle Ron. You got a big hog. You go to the beach and you wear one of those little thongs that shows your your piece. Sure, you're going to be objectified. Yeah, you're putting it on display. You're you're um, you're almost giving permission for others to objectify well, you. You're not giving permission unless you say objectify me. There's not an automatic. What does objectify mean? It means view me as an object. Sure, right. And if you're putting your mm. ass in the air. And your vagina, and you're shaking it in a guy's face. Mm-hmm. What is that? Me- what message is the guy supposed to get? Well, from? the thing is, you can't touch it as a guy. You can't. Yeah. It doesn't give you permission to do anything. Mm-hmm. But you, you're certainly not saying, "Don't look at me and don't think about sex." Mm-hmm. No, there's. She's selling an album too. Keep in mind, she's she's selling albums as well. And so you're getting attention, and and part of that is empowerment. She is a businesswoman, so whatever she thinks she needs to do to continue to grow her brand, she's going to do it. But it should not be an automatic response that you see some ass, so let me go. Hey, look, hey, big ass, what, or whatever you say. Of course say. not. That that's yeah. verbal assault. You keep yeah. you keep taking it the next step. Okay, well, in terms of it, so when you objectify and you see them as that, what is the response? I mean, because you could look and say in your head, "Wow, that's a nice ass," and not touch it. And I don't think anybody's harmed. Yeah. But but if you then take that, the next step is verbal abuse, right? Okay, so you're saying so? Mm-hmm. Then you agree it's okay mm-hmm. for a man to look at that, think dirty sure. sexual thoughts, and they can't sure. act it's, like we're not supposed to do that. No, no, yeah, and I'm I, and I gotta apologize. I missed that part of what you're saying. You can't act like we <laughs> didn't see it, obviously, and you couldn't respond to it or whatever. But I mean, and respond to yourself. But yeah, taking that next step and responding, you know, verbally or with touch or whatever would be the next step. But yeah, she has the right to do it. Men have a right to look and think about it what they want to. And everybody walks away unharmed. The problem becomes is when someone says something or somebody touches something. Yes. I think. For sure. I agree. So you guys like that video, huh? Oh, yeah. I just don't get it. No, man. It's the visual. The vi- 
When I mean, if you're into and again, it's always so silly to me. It makes me kind of giggle a little bit. Yeah, well, it, it is a, a lot of it silly. I mean, the whole sexual act is silly when you think about putting something in somebody else. That it's hilarious. That's yeah. why there's a lot of sex jokes. But yeah. no, the visual of that act because every guy or not every guy, but if you like doggy style and you're watching and you you because every guy who does it watches it as it goes in. That's the whole gag. That it is. <laughs> yeah. You watch it as it goes, and you know you do it. You watch and you've done it now four hundred times, and you still watch last week. Yeah, and you still watch it go in and out right that's the whole thing and the vision is something about the visual it's the way we're wired i'm not gonna apologize for it that's just the way we are so you know that's it (sighs) oh girl yeah damn we're all hot and bothered in here no women this is a bad situation shit i'm about to go bob oh god matt's got a bad acl this is a bad deal but sticking with entertainment j-lo at the grammys performing motown tributes She's catching flack because, of course, she's not a Motown artist. More, probably more to the point, she's, she's not, not black. black. <laughs> so, is that what it was? That's what yeah. it was. So, the thing is, what do you think about J Lo performing Motown? Did she have a right to do Hell a yeah. tribute to Motown? Of course, she has yeah, a right. She mm-hmm. has a right. She did great. People don't, and people have a right not to like it. Yes, yeah. that's so, true. Whatever. Yeah, I didn't see it. Was it any good? She, Hell yeah. she's, she killed she's, it. She's always. She Always good. It. So the problem was her color. More than that, never like crossed it. my mind. You know, a yeah. lot of a lot of blacks are just you know saying like, "Well, shit, if I'm black, I can't do anything Latino." Mm-hmm. You know, a Latina song and stuff well, like that. Mm-hmm. You know, see, for a tribute. Is, you know, sure. like a black mm-hmm. doing a Selena. <laughs> yeah, you see what I'm saying? So you know, hey, Tyler Perry says she won him over. At first, he was skeptical. Yeah, and then he was like, "Oh man, well she killed it." Well, Tyler Perry dresses you know? up like a woman. <laughs> Those parts should be going to women. Yeah, <laughs> and Barry, look, Barry Gordy accepted it. Everybody, like yeah. the big time. Um, Execs like Barry Gordy accepted it. You sure. know, so hey, that's yeah. all that counts. First of all, was every Motown artist black? I don't think so. Most of them, but they all most of them all black. I I don't I wouldn't say all. One. There might be a white or had to be. Yeah, there must have been. Never a, heard of. There them. could have been a slow week, and they allowed a white person in. Yeah, but must what, have got cut. The more and more, <laughs> you know, that we keep going further off into this direction with the identity politics. Every, mm-hmm. every it's not even every week now. It's like every day there's a new thing that people are outraged by, mm-hmm. and I I kind of felt like eventually. People would start thinking more like me, like this is ridiculous and it's not bringing us together. But it seems like it keeps getting worse and worse. The identity politics keep getting ramped up and ramped. Like, how does it bring us together to crucify J Lo for doing a tribute to Motown? She mm. is paying them tribute. She's yeah. not slandering them. She's paying them tribute. But you're gonna slam her because her skin doesn't have enough pigment in it. Mm. How does yeah. that bring us closer together? That no, that's true. And the thing is, one other thing I'll add with that is that they also said that. The way she danced in terms of a sexual na- nature, again, there was, I think, some twerking in there as well. It was... J-Lo 50 and she's twerking. And looked looks great. great. Looks great. Awesome. amazing. But I love J-Lo. The thing is, is that in, apparently when she's Motown came out... Or something. Yeah, she's very, very spectacular. But when Motown first started putting out albums, the thing that Barry Gordy stressed to their female you know, performers, the Supremes, Martha and the Vandellas, whatever, was not to be sexual... They wanted to be sort of the classic thing. And there were some people who looked at it and said, this is too sexual for okay. what Motown was, well, whatever. That's um, fine. They could be offended. Or mm-hmm. they can, you know, it's like American Idol when they take somebody else's song and they put their own flavor into it. Maybe yeah. that's what she was doing. That might have been it. I had mixed feelings. I, You know, the thing is, it would have been... What were your feelings? My feelings were this. It would have been nice to see, if they wanted to get a dancer... 
to give somebody like a Ciara a shot. And I mean, and J-Lo could have been included, but the fact that she was throughout... So you're on team J-Lo no, back because she's not black enough. No, no, no. Let me just say this. It would have been nice to see that kind of representation. Now, on the other end, in terms of inclusiveness, if it means that Motown, if the message was Motown is spread into other genres or whatever, and I think there was a bit of that in there, I'm all for that. I think that she could do it now. The thing is, is like Dog kind of hinted at, is that if there's a Latino artist performing next year or a tribute, I would like to see another race do that and they can keep that message going. That's a good message if they have it going. Also, if there was a Latino, yeah, whatchamacallit, and, and they, put a, they put a black person up there, you, you think there would be outrage? Yeah. I don't think so because it's it's there's a totem <laughs> pole of outrage. Yeah, right. right. So like yeah. a gay transgendered uh, person with one leg is at the mm-hmm. bottom of that yeah. pole. They never get any shit for anything. Mm-hmm. And then straight white middle aged man mm-hmm. will get it for everything. I mean, it's it's pretty much from what I understand illegal to be a straight middle aged man <laughs> right yeah. now. So, I mean, we're really, we're about two steps away from, from that. Yeah. So I, I don't think they would, you know, so in whatever weird, twisted, mm-hmm. perverted, racist hierarchy they have, somehow Latinos are slightly above black people. Yeah. So Latinos will get <laughs> shit on for, for doing that there. I don't think they would shit on the black people if it was in reverse. Yeah. And just that very hierarchy is racist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it it is, and you're making up for old stuff. But we've we've talked about that before. The thing I ended finally ended up with with that whole thing was that you looked at Smokey Robinson, you looked at Barry Gordy, and although he looked a little puzzled during the event, he seemed to sign off on it. The people at Motown didn't seem to have a problem with it, no. and 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 that's got to be your guide. If Smokey Robinson said, "Hey, it's okay," you know, whatever. Now Stevie Wonder all of all of a sudden didn't show up. I don't know what that was about. But I couldn't find it. <laughs> Bad move. Sorry. That was Bad. terrible. Bad move. You're going to get letters for that. Please send all letters to Jay Maddie. Not I, to got, I got letters about my back of the bus comment. Yeah, that, yeah. Shows ago. That's, that's I coming. thought that was one of my better ones. Well, at least you're racially consistent. <laughs> <laughs> but if those folks from Motown didn't have a problem with it, I don't think we should. No. O- overall. Got it. Let me go like mm-hmm. along the lines of the the SJW uh, politically correct stuff. Let me just yeah. review a couple other headlines from just since our last show, which okay. was less than a week ago. <laughs> All right. Okay. So mm-hmm. Gucci had to recall sweater because people were outraged because it the sweater was blackface. Yeah. 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 A blackface sweater. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? I see. So yeah. the sweater like came up over the chin. Mm-hmm. I th- maybe it even came up to the oh, lips. The lips, yeah. Yeah, and th- there's red lips on it, and it was a black sweater. Mm-hmm. So this this is a blackface sweater. They had to recall it. They had yeah. to apologize, and mm-hmm. they did. Going even one step further, mm-hmm. Katy Perry has a shoe line. She had to recall her shoe design because the shoe design was blackface. Yeah, that yes. was ridiculous. I right. saw the shoe. Right. Yeah. Then, then we have... Uh, Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel and, mm-hmm. and Dog, you sent us this. Yeah. They did comedy bits mm-hmm. where they were in blackface and they were funny comedy bits. Funny as hell. And they weren't yeah. that long ago, like seven, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Right? If that, yeah. And they resurfaced. Mm-hmm. You have Joy Behar, a picture of her resurfacing in blackface. Mm-hmm. Now, per what I said just last week, I don't think these people necessarily care about the blackface. I think they care about who was doing it because they seem very selective in who they choose to go after. Sure. They're not going after Jimmy Kimmel. He's not really getting shit on for this, mm-hmm. right? Um, <laughs> that shit was but Gucci, they're going to go after for a sweater. Yeah. Well, you it's see, disingenuous. Yeah. You see, some of this stuff, Gucci, and some of it, 
borders on an outrageous to some extent. But with Gucci, that's a business decision. They What they did is they put out a line of clothes. They probably got 100 emails and they said, you know what? This ain't worth it. Right. And they pulled this the plug. exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> and so I don't know if you... You showed me that Gucci sweater before the story came out that I would have said, oh, definitely blackface. I don't think I would have said that. I would have never come but, up with that. But yeah, somebody I mean, you got, did. You got to really stretch your imagination sure. to, to come up with that. Yeah. But you see, the thing is, is it, everything is always in makeup mode. Because you remember about, I don't know, a year ago, they had these this little, I think it was Abercrombie and Fitch or something. They did a sweater, yeah. or the hoodie with the yeah, little boy. Yeah, we talked about that. With the monkey or the yeah. king of the jungle or some crazy shit that they... so everyone's always in makeup mode. It's like someone goes way the fuck too far and then it screws it up for probably everybody else. So that, yeah, that's it. And the thing, what I've always said with comedy, you're kind of given a pass because you're taking a big risk. And if it's funny, you've done your job. You're a comedian. And if your people find you offensive, don't watch or whatever. But, yeah, you, you have sort of a pass to kind of explore when you're talking about race stuff. Because, well, it depends. Yeah. You do if you're liberal. If a conservative comic did that, they that would, would be all over <laughs> That would them. be a problem, yeah. They'd be all over them. No, you're right. I mean, I mean look at uh, one of my favorite movies, uh, Tropic Thunder. Never go full retard. Yes. Uh, who's the, the uh, actor? Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. did Blackface. And it was one of the best roles in a comedy sure. ever. Hilarious. Right, mm-hmm. uh, he didn't. He didn't. He got a little bit of crap for it, but not too much. But yeah. if you would have put like, uh, <laughs> I don't know, some conservative actor in there, um, um, Tim been, Allen, yeah, Tim yeah. Allen, it would have been career ending. Sure. So I don't think the I think the media and the Democratic Party uses these kind of issues to stir up their base, and I don't think they are genuine. Mm-hmm. in it i don't think they really care and what i'm saying is i don't think they necessarily care about hurting black people's feelings with the blackface mm-hmm. i think they're just trying to gin up their voters yeah and i also pointed out to you guys this week eddie people lose this all the time eddie murphy was a jewish man in coming to america he was in whiteface yeah so and one of the funniest movies yeah, ever great movie. and right. totally hilarious if, speaking of which yeah. we're doing a part two they are doing part yeah. two yes yeah. indeed and i'll be they'll be getting my money well, once again eddie murphy black sure they're at the bottom of that totem pole. Mm-hmm. Jewish, it's not quite white. <laughs> Jews should be at the bottom of the totem pole. They should be holding hands with, with blacks down there. But mm-hmm. they're somewhere more like middle top. Yeah. So that's okay. You can get away with that. Yeah. It's not the same thing. No, you're right. But and it, there's not the historical context to white face that there is a black face. You're so absolutely right. That's a factor too. Yeah. No, that's it's it's all weird. And um, continuing the beating the race drum, um, Rob Lowe and Elizabeth Warren, I didn't know this until you sent it to me. I guess he told a joke about... Elizabeth Warren, the uh, presidential candidate, who basically came out this week and said that she'd apo- she apologized for declaring herself as part Native American, found out she's not Native American. Before Rob knew that, he sent out a, a tweet saying she would be put a whole new meaning to the word commander in chief. Yeah. And there was talk on whether or not. <laughs> Look, dog laugh. <laughs> whether or not that was racist. Or not. Oh, see, that and, was funny. So is that is that racist if he says <laughs> well, that? Okay, is he making fun of Indians? He's not. He's making fun of Elizabeth Warren and the fact that she lied about being Indians, an yeah. Indian for thirty five years. Well, I don't That's even know if he, if he knew at the time. I think yeah, it, of course was, he knew. Did he know? Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah. He put chief in big capital letters. Was, sure. <laughs> yeah, he knew. He he was making a joke, and you know what? Don't laugh. Mm-hmm. Whatever, but you should be upset that Elizabeth Warren pretended to be Indian and used that to her benefit over and over and over again, mm-hmm. more than you should be upset about him poking fun of her. 
Mm-hmm. He wasn't making fun of Indians. Yeah, he's making. And the thing is, it, and this is getting to a little thing, but the word chief and is different in terms of Native American, or at least p- appears to be in terms of how much heat you take for it, because you are basically reflecting a positive image of a Native American. A head of a Native American group or tribe, if you want to say that, has been a chief. And that is right. looked upon as respect. That's the reason you have flack for the Washington Redskins and not for the Kansas City Chief or right. the it's a, Atlanta it's Braves. A, it's a good thing being a chief. Yeah. yeah. So it, a lot of it is in wording. Um, I don't think it's racist. I think he's just having a... Now, <laughs> now Donald Trump's uh, uh, trail of tears... Yeah, a little that, bit different. That that's probably uh, very much racist, right there. He that guy is just he's just a master, though. He's just a master of getting attention. Like, look at look at what he did in this tweet. Mm-hmm. Right, he said Elizabeth Warren, whom I I'm not going to exactly write, but he said Elizabeth Warren, who I sometimes refer to as Pocahontas. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are a little tired of her pretending to be Indian, blah, 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 blah. I'll see you out on the trail. Trail all capitalized. Mm-hmm. So he's referencing Trail of Tears. Mm-hmm. Some people are trying to say he, he oh, wasn't. He definitely shit. was. He capitalized yeah. it. That's, that's in very poor taste. Sure. For sure, mm-hmm. that's in poor taste. But what he did in doing that is he has the whole country talking about this. Mm-hmm. So everybody, if you didn't know Elizabeth Warren pretended to be an Indian, now you know. Yeah. So I... He, He's a genius when it comes to self-promotion. That's oh, what there's this no is. Doubt. Yeah. He he he's not just on the toilet typing this out thinking, yeah, this is a funny joke. Mm-hmm. This is calculated. Yeah, no, ev- that's the thing. Everything with him is calculated. So no, that that is true. He is a master at selling. He's like a used car salesman, but a, like but a good used car salesman. Yeah, like the best one ever. Yeah, no kidding. He got elected, and that's mm-hmm. that's a pretty good used car. Um Let's see here. What's next? Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson practice. sued this guy. Uh, and I, I can't, for whatever reason, I can't stand Post Malone's music. I just can't. It just gets on my nerves. Could but anyway, one song. It's, yeah. You like it, dog? Yeah, I like Post Malone. You like Post Malone? He's cool. So he sued him for $6 million and won uh, because of he used uh, Allen Iverson's name, obviously, in the song White Iverson. And I guess Iverson was cool with the song until there's a lyric that says, I love this like like the ring that Iverson never won. So when he found out he was kind of or thought he was clowning him, he says, "quote I'm going to sue this white boy," and mm-hmm. he sued him and won the money. This sets a horrible precedent. <laughs> I mean, rap music—they shout out somebody in pretty much every rap song ever. Sure, yeah. you know the, all those diss tracks. Yeah. So now, if someone says something about you, uses your name, you can sue them, and you're going to win. Yeah, no, it's, you know. I, I don't understand how he won. Based on what? Well, they don't go into a whole lot in this article I'm reading um, that he sued him. Uh, the inside and lie. Alan Iverson told reporters, I was cool with the song, first minute or whatever, but th- then this kid got the nerve to say, I need that money like the ring I never won. Mm. As soon as I heard that shit, that I said, hurt. hell no, I'm going to sue this white boy. You know what this sounds like? <laughs> this sounds like uh, one of those 30 for 30s about how all the athletes end up broke. Yeah. Sounds like Alan Iverson needs some money. Possibly. Um, it, apparently, he was furious. He even hinted at a return to the NBA. Oh, my God. <laughs> for another chance at winning the championship. How old is AI? <laughs> too old to be playing. Um, and, yeah, judging from his last performance, yeah, too old to be playing. But uh, Post Malone has yet to respond. Actually, it was a settlement. Sorry, settlement. Not a lawsuit. Okay. Victory. A settlement. Well, Let me clear that up. Why would Post Malone settle? I don't I don't see how there's a case to be made. Well, I mean, 
again, I think your business, a business decision, he's in the rap industry, which, you know, has to do with black folks. And he, he loses some street cred if the black one of the blackest people in the world, Alan Iverson, is mad at you. So I think you lose street cred yeah. for being a bitch and well, settling. Yeah. Well, he may have seen it differently. Uh, yeah, I yeah. guess. So you never know. Um, Doug, what do you think about Allen Iverson and, and all this? Six million? Well, that's uh, extremely too much money mm-hmm. to be given Allen Iverson. I wouldn't have settled. I would have went to court all the way. Like, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> fuck it i mean you know it's freedom of speech you know first amendment no it it is and it, well yep. i don't know if I, I don't know what the like i'm with in maddie's boat i don't know what the case would have been other than he used his name did he trademark his name is there certain i don't know alan iverson was offended yeah he was you know what i'm saying so but That's, how many like jay maddie said all these, whole world now. all these fucking mm-hmm. diss tracks people are offended all the time sure yeah. Like when Eazy was going after Dr. Dre and them and shit, when that Death Row and um, yeah. Ruthless Record shit was going down, mm-hmm. it was they was calling each other bitches and yeah. all kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, they were ruthless. Nobody yeah. sued anybody. No, the whole world's getting it. soft. No, too soft. Um, Kamala Harris also running for president. Is maybe maybe she's trying to win over Jay Maddie. She's supporting reparations. First of all, she's probably not going to win me over, but I do like, <laughs> I like, we've talked about reparations before. Last week. I, I like that the idea is starting to get run, and I, I don't want to go all through it again. Um, I'd like to get your guys' opinion on it. I, I just, I believe reparations helps to repair some of the angst a lot of people are feeling, mm-hmm. um, and I think it could be a good step towards healing the country. Doug, weigh in. Man, look, whatever the, what the fuck is reparation? Mm-hmm. It's... What repair. The the, it comes from the word money. repair. Okay. All Repairing right. more damage. To it. All that Mensa shit. But look. <laughs> okay. Like with, with Kamala Harris, you know, I'm glad to see she's running. But, you know, not to get off the, I'm going way left with this right now. But something was on CNN when she was talking about how she's an African-American. Hmm. But then they made a big um, thing about it. Like she's not African-American. She's Jamaican. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. You know, it, it sucks, you know what I'm mm. saying, to have, like, politics. just like how you say I'm Mexican or Jay Maddie's Puerto Rican. We all Latino. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I don't know, man. I just hope she does a good job, man. I mean, shit. I don't care too much about that. You mm. know, I, I got in a heated AM radio argument that went for about, <laughs> I don't know, half an hour, four or five years ago with some yeah. host. I can't remember his name out here in L.A., but uh, he was talking about. Uh, kept referencing African Americans, and I called up just to be a dick, and I said, "You're not African American." <laughs> yeah. I said, "You like, be your wife is African American. Sure. She's born she in came Africa. From Africa, legitimately. You're, you're a black guy without right? a boat. Yeah, yeah, you're an American. That's why I kept mm-hmm. saying that you're an American. You were born here. You're an American. That is you're correct. an American with darker skin. You're a nigga like, and bigger dicks. But yeah, go ahead. I didn't. I didn't say that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, the, the African American term kind of gets on my nerves. It'd be like calling me an, a European American because my yeah. ancestors come from Europe. You're, I'm not European American. Caucasian. I'm, yeah, I'm. I'm a, an American. Sure. That's what I am. An you're American. Caucasian. Oh, Caucasian. Whatever guy. you want to say. Yeah. yeah. I, I just everything we can do to get rid of labels is is good. Sure. Yeah, I never really liked African American. I always liked black because I, I was when I was born. That was around the time people had gone changing changed from being called Negro to being called black. Like around that time was so I was black. And then when someone just said, "Oh no, you're now African American," I was like, "Fuck you! No, I'm not. I'm black." And so it 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 doesn't make any sense, like you said, to try to make it sound nicer by stating a misfact. 
I was not born in Africa. It, you know, I my people came from there hundreds of years ago, but I was not. I'm American, and if you want to specify, I'm a black American male. That's it. Right. Yeah. You're so, a slave. Yeah. Right. It's like it's like my my family. Right. My my wife. Yeah. She's Filipino. Yes. That's where she was born. Mm-hmm. My kids, they're not Filipino or they're not no. white. They're not half this half. They're just. They're American kids. Yes. Yeah. That's what they are. That's, a, that's the kind of uh, language we need to start using so that we can get away from all this stuff. But back to reparations. Yes. What's your take on the reparations? And we talked about this, I think, the last show. Uh, I like the idea of it. I just don't know who gets what and who determines who gets what and how it's spread over how much time. Oh, that's the settlement shit y'all was talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. now, <laughs> what, the, now, the woman, okay, now it hit home. The woman yeah. from uh, last week, uh, what's her name? Oh boy, the presidential candidate from last uh, week. Don't look it up. Yeah. Uh, she said... Marianne she something. Oh, yeah. yeah, she wants all the money. She's not going to win. Blacks, we don't need to know yeah. her name. Yeah. But she said, uh, what, $10 billion a year for 10 years? Is that what she said? Yeah, Marianne Williamson. Mar- okay. She mm-hmm. said $10 billion a year for 10, 10 years. years. Right. So the American population is 12% black. There's 350 million people. So you're looking at uh, 42 million black people get, getting $10 billion a year basically $2,000 a year per black person. That's for so years. does Kamala agree so with her? So $20,000 over the life. See how fast I did that? that was, yeah. That's Mensa. You're a fucking genius, man. I swear. <laughs> but, I mean, that's not a ton of money, but no. it's something. It's something. If you're in poverty, it's, an, oh, it's, no, an, it's, a, big it's deal. a big deal. But that's the thing is that when does it become an in, insult? Like, it's, it, it's like, yeah, it's $10 billion. That's a lot of money. But it's slavery. Like, like, how do you? Right. You know, that's the thing that gets it with me. I, I don't know. Right. But know. are people are are black people actually going to be mad that they're? Oh being no, given I don't money? think. I think you take what you get. No, right. But so then I, it I, does not make up for slavery. Not <laughs> not possible. That's not what it's trying to do. It's trying reparations from the word repair. It's trying to repair the damage that was done. Mm-hmm. And I think. It's helpful. I think it's more helpful than things like uh, affirmative action. I think affirmative action is destructive. Mm-hmm. I think it's more helpful than things like um, food stamps. I think that's not not food stamps. The welfare programs. I think that's a little bit destructive. I think something like this. Here's some money. Make smart decisions. Get your life going in the right direction. I think it's helpful. I think it can repair some damages. Now, my question is, does Rachel Dolezal, the white member of the NAACP that uh, tried to be black, does she get reparations? No. <laughs> uh, no. That's the She's thing. White. That's white. No, of course she doesn't. But, but, that's she, the but thing. she lived as a black person, apparently. Yeah. So does she, have, does she get some... That, that's the thing. That's the thing, exactly. Who, she who did a good it? job, though. She did do a good job. <laughs> yeah, being black. But that's the thing, is that who, it, 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 at what point does your blackness get called into question? Like... If say for instance, if you're me, who most of our listeners think I don't sound black, do I get left out or do I get less money because my voice isn't what they think of black? You know, who, yeah. who makes that call? Yeah, is the question. It's silly. It is no doubt about it. <laughs> no, it's, it's not silly. So if they really wanted to do it right, sure. they would figure out exactly who came from slavery and who didn't, <laughs> and do it that way and give more money to those people. Yeah, I don't know. That's possible. Probably not. No. But I mean, look, being black. It's not a real thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's not a real thing. It's just a certain amount of pigment in your skin. So there's, sure. you know, there's people from uh, South America who are much blacker than black people, but they came from South America and they're not considered black. Yeah, yeah. Belizeans right? are black. Yeah. yeah. The, the boats stopped there too. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Are Belizeans yeah. even considered 
black or are they considered when they get to LA? I they think are. I think yeah, <laughs> by the LAPD. <laughs> <laughs> but when you're in Belize, they're they're um, you know Latino. Oh, Latino. Then, yeah, but I think oh, the thing is you yeah. you I consider when I see the Dominicans and I see the Puerto Ricans. Dominicans, that's another one. Yeah. I think you got to, they're black. I mean, the, the, but that's you know, the thing. You don't know because being thing. black yep. is not a real thing. Yeah. So it's you, like being white is not a real thing. Because so, there's so many mixtures and so it's many just, whatever. It's just a couple genetic traits that determine what you physically look like. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, reparations will help with repairing some of the hurt feelings. Just if, get behind the wheel of a car. That's how you know. <laughs> and roll down Crenshaw Boulevard, and and you're Dominican or you're uh, Puerto Rican, Belizean, and you mm-hmm. will be. You know, I have I've portrayed seen, as black. I have some statistics about uh, being people being pulled over, and they're not what you think they would. I didn't bring them with me this time. We're saving for next show. Right on. I've lost my license a couple times. Any of the black guys in this room ever lose their license? No, no. But you did. You probably because I'm white. Yeah. No. Well, wait. Let's let's clarify because <laughs> you you, you probably did some Too white many speeding tickets. Okay, that's white boy shit right yeah. there. That's, speeding? Yes. Black guys don't speed. Not oh, to guys, the extent of you go got, slow and lean no, back. You, right? we will speed, <laughs> but we won't speed once we have tickets. Like uh, like you you guys are like fuck it. That's white boy shit. Niggas lose their shit. They don't have insurance. How else you lose your license? Uh, the other one, I'm just going to keep it to myself. Okay. <laughs> Probably white boy shit, right? Okay. That's the difference. So you can't do white boy shit and expect to hold on to your license sometimes. Okay. Yeah, but your degree is much higher than what we, we just get stopped driving or whatever. Um, moving on to education. Um, oh, <laughs> a substitute teacher had to resign. This is North Carolina, folks. After telling her class, and she's a substitute she tells her class that Martin Luther King Jr. was not assassinated and actually killed himself. Mm. Uh, she then... That's not true? Afraid uh, not. We'll get you a book. <laughs> but, yeah. On top of that, she told uh, some of the kids that were just happened to be dressed in sweatsuits that they were destined to go to prison because of the clothes that they were wearing. They were kind of like the black person's tuxedo or whatever you want to call it. They were black kids? Yes, black kids. So... Apparently, these kids, very proud of these kids, they rose up against this teacher and basically said, no, you're absolutely wrong. The teacher just so happened to mention encouraging words about Donald Trump as well. And that's what did her in. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think there was a combination of things. I don't think even if she hadn't mentioned Trump, I think she would have been gone. So uh, any teachers like that in your life there, Jay Maddie? I had I had a teacher (laughs) in 10th grade who told me that I was going to be a miserable failure in life and he couldn't wait to come see me when I was uh, working at the gas station. So teachers will say some shitty things. So what did he say when he saw you working at the gas station? Uh, <laughs> but, um, but look, being a, a parenting podcast, yes, teachers need to keep that shit out of the classroom. Exactly. Number, number one, yeah. she's teaching them something that's that's not true. If I found out a teacher was, number one, talking about Martin Luther King in, in, in that way, mm. I'd be outraged. Yeah. If I found out she was talking about Donald Trump liking him or disliking him, I would be outraged. That's sure. not a teacher's position. Agreed. And unfortunately, that's happening more and more in schools. Um, in, the, in the neighborhood we live in, they're getting very liberal with their politics at our school. And I, I don't like it one bit. I'm not, I don't necessarily agree with or disagree with some of the things they're saying, mm-hmm. but I don't feel that's the school's position to be putting their politics on my children. No, agreed. And Doggy, well, okay, you got a kid at this school. What do you do? Your kid comes home, tells you, the teacher just told me Martin Luther King killed himself and wasn't assassinated. I would, well, I'll just sit down with my, um, 
kid and just show him what really happened. Mm-hmm. Myself, you know, I wouldn't go, um, you know, up to the school and no shit like that. I just told him like You're, the teacher's wrong, mm-hmm. and this is what's really, what really happened. Let's just watch the movie and the documentary. Yeah, of this great man. Yeah, you see, I disagree. This is an instance where you got to show up at the school because you, so? you only get a couple of reasons to act a complete black ass fool. <laughs> and that's one. That would be one. I would go up there. And raise hell, and I'd be yell- I'd be calling out shit that didn't even. I'd be like, and because of this, my kid needs free lunch and shit like that. I'd be getting <laughs> yeah. off like I'd go nuts. But this is a, one of the things where, and we hate to go back to politics, but we'll do it anyway. Um, this these are the types of people that Trump empowers, and not intentionally, but when he makes tough these strong statements, you end up with people thinking that they can go off in life and do the same thing. And that's always the danger. Now, he did not tell this teacher, obviously, to go do that. Right. But that's always the concern with someone like him in office. I don't think you're wrong about that. I think Trump does empower some people to, to be bold with that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I also think a lot of people are as fed up with identity politics as I am, mm-hmm. except they're fed up people who are also a little bit racist. Yeah. So they, you know <laughs> I mean? so they, they say some shit. Because they're pissed off. Yeah, they were, it's like they got a condition, like their racism flared up. Like, yeah. it's like he started talking, and it's like, oh, shit, flared up, I got to go. Yeah. yeah. Now, the the thing about this, um, how do we know this teacher definitely said this? Because we're talking about children here, right? Well, the only thing you got to go on is that supposedly several of them complained. And I don't know, you know, kids are devious. I don't know if they got together. And, they, and to keep in mind, this is a substitute. So I don't know if they had enough time to hate this substitute teacher or prank them, but maybe. But it seems that there would have been more of a fight if the lady had not said this. If she had said, oh, absolutely not, I never said anything like that. And on top of it, I'm suing. because so she didn't deny it? She resigned. Okay. With well, no, yeah. that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, yeah. They could ask her but No, she, she had no comment that, from what I could see, and she resigned. If, I, if she I did, only ask because we've seen so many of these stories recently where mm-hmm. uh, people are made to look like terrible racist people like sure. the woman who walked into the wrong apartment or yeah. the kid in the MAGA hat mm-hmm. uh, they supposed people who who wore MAGA hats and beat up Jesse Smollett and then you find out later it's not exactly what we thought it was mm-hmm. so um, if this woman said this she's she should she needs to go for sure but I just I question all these things now like I want to know how they know she said this yeah and you know don't ever put it past kids it, years ago and this is like 30 years ago I don't know if you guys remember uh, the McMartin preschool incident where all these kids said that they were molested and after sending this whole family that ran a daycare center for years sending them to court and actually I think imprisoning at least one of them something like that found out the kids were not telling the truth and so you know, you you can't always believe in yeah. kids. This case, however, seems to be legit because she sort of bailed with no comment or no sort of uh, yeah, comeback. Yeah, you would think she'd put up a fight. Something. wasn't true, but you would think. who knows. Uh, speaking of that kind of thing, I brought mm-hmm. up Jesse Smollett. What do you guys make of that at this point? What's the, is there a late, I haven't heard anything new. And I'm, uh, well, it's he, almost turning into a hoax, right? It's kind of looking that way. I mm-hmm. mean, you can't say that for sure, but there's, they reviewed, I mean, they reviewed hundreds of hours of video and mm-hmm. saw nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesse finally gave up his his phone after protesting for a while, but mm-hmm. he gave up a heavily redacted version of his records. Yeah, so I don't. I can't imagine why anyone would make up a story like that. But I also can't imagine people doing that, dumping. I mean, and 
2019 dumping bleach over a guy's head and putting a noose on his neck saying this is MAGA country mm. in one of the most liberal cities in America just yeah there know. there were red flags and we we called that out on the show but I think the thing is is you, I, you know you have his word against really nobody you don't have any suspects I need to see you know I, I need to have it come to a conclusion before I could say whatever there are some yeah. definite red flags there though I will admit um, yeah, you, you can't really make a call at any point. I get, you know, you. I guess you just have to believe them until proven otherwise, mm-hmm. right? I yeah, mean, that's... you kind of have to. It'd be, you'd be a real dick if if you said you didn't believe him. Then evidence come out, he he did it. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what supposedly the country's based on. You know, guilty or sorry, innocent until proven guilty. We'll be back with more on the Dad Presents after these words. Yo, B, what's happening? You, you notice how chill and sexy I'm looking right now. Uh, no comment on that. Well, you, you notice. Don't pretend you didn't notice. Mm, quite the opposite. <laughs> but what are you getting at? You want to know why I'm looking so chill and please, so sexy right now? Please stop talking and just tell me what, what you're <laughs> It's me undies. I'm feeling good. I'm wearing me undies. I feel good. And when you feel good, you look good. Are we really talking about your underwear right now? We're talking about my underwear. I don't want to talk about your underwear. Me undies are the best underwear you can get out there. And our listeners, we got a code for you. If you want some me undies, if you want to feel fresh, if you want to look good, Go to MeUndies.com, use the code word M-U-FRIENDBY20 for 20% off. That's a bargain at any price. So you, you said these are the best underwear you can get? Look at me right now. I don't want to. Look at me. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Go to MeUndies, <laughs> do what he said with the code, get them. They're great underwear. That's all I'm going to say about it. My nuts are so tight. I, I, you took it too far. Um, Valentine's Day. We hinted about it last week. A Man, bit, you're folks. hung up on Valentine's Day. You brought it up last week and this week. Got my wife some cookies that are going to her office That's tomorrow. Cool. Yeah. You know, hopefully she doesn't listen to the podcast. She gets a little surprised. Yeah, but yeah. so you know, everyone or not everyone, but a lot of people will be with their significant other. They'll go to dinner. They'll sit across from them. They'll look at their eyes and tell them how wonderful they are. All that other shit. Matt, Matty, you guys got you don't do Valentine's Day, right? I take a stand against Valentine's Day every year <laughs> because it's a bullshit holiday, and I love my wife every every day. Yeah, but what I always do is I mm-hmm. always make up for it by like two days after Valentine's Day, I get her something. That's so it. it's like a not Valentine's Day Valentine's Day gift. I've never met because I'm I'm committed to protesting my principle of yeah. it, but she's not as committed to my <laughs> commitment. So I I always make up for it. So you protest Valentine's Day? Yes. Interesting. Doggy, I'm not going to ask Doggy. I'm just going to leave that Valentine's Day question alone today. We'll just Thank you. Move on. I just don't, I, you know what it is? I don't like a corporation telling me who to love and how to love well, and everything else. You got to buy a card sure. and, and give us some money because we said so. I mean, Hallmark essentially invented the, the holiday. It's not like, mm-hmm. you know, it's not based on a, any dead saint or any Saint hero. Valentine's Day, he got shot, didn't he? Did he? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I can tell you what I'm doing for Valentine's Day. Oh, what? That's you know what? This is even more interesting, dog. Tell us what you're doing on Valentine's Day. I'm taking out my godmother, my godfather. They're uh, 75 plus years old. Sweet. And I'm gonna sit down and have a nice dinner with them. Nice. At Houston's, they Ooh. never celebrate Valentine's Day, so this will be their first Valentine's Day. Oh wow, together. that's that's lovely. Yeah. So, uh, do you want to fill us in on why you won't be with? The bride? Oh, well, we're just not on the same page right now. And basically, you know, it's sad. Are you, are you out the house right now? No, I'm in the house. You're but it's, house? Just, it's just what it is, you know? Yeah. Sucks, man. Yeah. It happens. And it's sad, man. You look, I'll be seeing all these couples and I'm lonely. 
There's, oh, yeah. There's like I have to give him a hug after. Yeah. Yeah. Does a song play in your head when you see these people walking? Um, R. Kelly, um, Bump and Grind. Oh. <laughs> My mind's telling me no. <laughs> I'm so sorry I asked. But anyway, the reason I was talking about Valentine's Day, a lot of people together at restaurants. There's a cafe in Tokyo where if you are dining alone, they think enough about you to come and put a teddy bear to sit next to you so you don't seem like you're by yourself. Well, shit, I have a teddy bear with me all the time <laughs> when I go there. You yeah. are a teddy bear. Yeah. Thank you. But That's lovely. Yeah, the Moomin Cafe in Tokyo does this as a, I guess, service to their customers. Um, I don't know what's worse, like them calling attention to the fact you're by yourself or you just eating alone. It, folks, if, you're, if you don't do stuff by yourself, you're missing out. I like going to the movies by myself when I can. I'll eat by myself. I don't have a problem with it. I like it. I, I dig it. I but, think once you have kids, you, you value that sure, alone time. Sure. Yeah. But I don't, I think there'd be, I'd be worried about them being suspicious that I like, I'm like one of those people that like having sex with stuffed animals or something. Like he brought this stuffed a animal. Furry. Yeah, a furry. Or is it a plushie or a furry? I, they don't have sex with stuffed animals. They have sex with people who dress, who dress up like stuffed, stuffed animals. animals. Huh? I was at the convention, I know. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> but um, speaking of restaurants like this, they got yeah. you know, Asia's a special place, man. There's a restaurant in China where the only thing they serve is dick. Excuse me? Yeah. Oh, my God. The only thing they serve is dick. Sounds, like, sounds dick like me. Of all different... <laughs> <laughs> all right. That was a good one. All they, but different animals. Like yeah. you get some moose dick, then you get some <laughs> crab dick. I don't know. Just dick of all different animals. That's the whole restaurant. It's the only thing on the menu. Uh, Isn't that wild? That's nuts. Would the, you would you eat at a place like that? Hell no. no. I definitely would. Why would you not? I'm not eating somebody's you eat dick. dick. No, not they don't have human you said dick. You would eat dick. I mean, the, it don't matter. It's the dick. dick. Gosh, it's all meat. It's all it's all the same. No, I, it's, it's not all the same. I think, I think that's my wife tells me it's not all the same. Fascinating idea. <laughs> no, absolutely. you're not. You're not sucking it and getting it hard and making it erupt. You're you're eating it like a piece of flesh. <sighs> I don't know if I could do it. I mean. You guys are black. You probably eat some of that soul food where they serve different weird but it's parts not like Filipinos dick. do. It's not <laughs> soul about food. You guys are black. <laughs> soul food isn't food dick. You're like, talking about like belly inside of belly. All kinds like of that. weird parts. Like my wife, sure. they, they eat uh, they they eat pig face, the uh, face of the pig. That's the gross. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I'd rather eat dick. Yeah. Well, well, can we get you a T-shirt that says that? <laughs> <laughs> People people get weirded out by stuff they shouldn't be weirded out by. It's like bugs. There's restaurants now that serve bugs. Yeah, I've, I've eaten bugs. They're they're tasty little salty snacks. Yeah, how could you own a spot like that and resist calling the place Dicks? Like it might be, it might be, <laughs> that might be the name in, in Chinese. I don't know. I'll forget all the details. Yeah, how do you say Dick in Chinese? I mean, you would think that that's a slam dunk. That's got to be the name. It's got to be. Yeah, if it, if it's know. not, it should be. I have to look it up. Yeah, let us know. Um. We all come to the, we got this part of the show. We bring you guys every once in a while. Ryan Seacrest, as everybody knows, is American Idol guy, has this clean, sparkling image, but people don't know that he's really a closet player hater. He really is. He has a radio show. Every week he comes on and tries to catch a cheating individual, a cheating male who's cheating on his wife, or sometimes a cheating wife who's cheating on her husband. Bad people chasing bad people. Exactly. There's a lot of bad in there. So, essentially, he makes these calls. What he does is he's, he makes his assistant act like she's offering free roses. The gimmick is, is that whoever answers the phone, the husband says, I want to send him to blank. You hope that blank is his wife. If it's not, 
he usually has trouble. This is what happened on the last episode, or sorry, one of the latest episodes of Ryan Seacrest's um, he calls it Ryan's Roses. We call it Closet Player Hater. Here it goes. Here we go. Hello? Hi, I'm looking for William. Yeah, this is him. Hi, William. My name's Teresa. I'm calling from my new flower shop, True Floral Design. We're actually brand new here in Tustin. How are you doing this morning? Good. What's this? What's this about? Well, basically, we're just trying to get new uh, customers and promote our business. So we're basically offering you a free arrangement of flowers that you can send to anybody that you'd like today. It's actually a dozen red roses. Okay. They're absolutely free. I don't need any credit card info from you, cash, um, any billing info, anything like that. Just the name of the person you want to send them to. And we can even put a quick note on there, and they can get them by lunchtime. We just hope that you like the flowers and and then hopefully come back. Well, okay, cool. Yeah, um... Let's send them to my wife, Rachel. Rachel? Okay. And what would you like to put on the card? How about for a smile? Love you. What'd you... For smiles? For a smile. Oh, for a smile. Okay, for a smile. And then love you. Love you. Oh, that's sweet. Okay. Right. Well, hello there. William, it's Ryan Seacrest. Your voice is being broadcast on the radio. How are you? Uh... Good. What, what's happening? We're just uh, your well. Your wife Rachel's online. She reached out to us about Rachel. I'm just going to tell them why you reached out to us. She told us that you are caught in a little bit of a lie. That you said you were going to San Francisco for work during the holidays, and you ended up going to Arizona, and it doesn't really add up. And so we're just wondering why you were in Arizona. Oh my God! I I can't believe she went there. Um, no, it's it's not at all what you think. What do I think? What well, is it then? Yeah, what what the hell are you doing, Rachel? I I was interviewing for a job. Um, I was interviewing for a job, and I, I don't believe you. Where were you? Why Why would you have to lie to your wife about that? I, I you don't have to believe me. I'll, I'll show you. I woke up this morning to the email. I'll show it to you. Um, they said that they're going to send me an offer soon. So, you know, I know that you haven't been happy here, and we've been talking about how much you love Arizona and how you want to move there, but it was, you know, of course impossible because of my job. So I just started to start looking for work there, and I got a job. Wait, so you didn't want to tell her why? Well, I just didn't want to get her hopes up. I didn't know for sure if I was going to get it, and she really doesn't like it here, and I just, you know, I didn't want to get her hopes up and tell her we were going to Arizona, which we've been talking about forever. And then just break her heart. But it doesn't matter because oh I got the job. That's why I texted you about going to dinner. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, so that didn't go the way they thought it was going to go. And you could hear Ryan and the others sort of provoking and egging and shaming this poor guy. Yeah. Who It sounds like he was on the up and up. Otherwise, he's... He's probably relentlessly looking for jobs in Arizona right now if he wasn't. But it sounds like he was telling the truth, and this thing went poorly. I'm for glad that. that bombed for Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> Closeted player hater. J. Maddie, what would you do if Ryan Seacrest or somebody offered you roses? I, I would say no thank you. <laughs> I mean, who not that what you would do? You get a random call like that? Who who would follow through on that? You'd be surprised. Every week there's somebody, more or less, that gets caught. And they yeah, you love you love that that 
part of that show. I uh, I think it's creepy. It is a little creepy. I think that's why I like it. Seacrest is creepy. I think, yeah, I I like it because it's creepy. Because with, with his allegedly assaulting ass. Oh, yeah, that's right. Let's not I was just going to say, that's right. he seems like a hashtag me too kind of guy, he, but I didn't want to say it. So well, he's been accused. He's been accused. That wow. I think it was his, 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 that doesn't his surprise me makeup person or something. But I got to stay consistent. You know, we got to, is there, is there evidence or? It just kind of got quiet. He I don't keeps know. a job through his accusations. Well, that's because he's got more money than... Yeah. yeah. He yeah. keeps a job. Hmm. But Bill Cosby remains in prison. Mm. Oh, boy. Mm. Oh, Bill. Oh, Bill Cosby. Mm. <laughs> All right. So that was the latest edition of Ryan Seacrest's Closeted Player Hater. Um, anybody- I, was, I was hoping to see R at the Grammys. R. R. Kelly at the Grammys? What is you can I could see him there sipping on like a no, sippy just cra- cup, just crashing the Grammys. That's all. Yeah, like that would have been interesting. Like a sippy cup and a bib. See how many people would have shook his hand and shit. hanging around the merry-go-round with candy, <laughs> <laughs> looking for like the, oh. looking for the next teen singer or whatever or preteen. Yeah, yeah. R. Kelly at the Grammys. Anyway, um, our girl um, Joy Villa. Was at the Grammy, showed off her dress. We did not forget you out there, Joy. Uh, looking Killing spectacular. It. Killing it. Uh, hopefully, we'll get you back on the show. She's she's another one, like, um, in the same vein as Trump, in that she's a, a master of self-promotion. That I is mean, also very well, No matter what you want to think of her, like, the, this Grammy dress idea puts her right back in the spotlight every year. Mm-hmm. I mean, Freedom she, was, of speech. she was blowing up Twitter. She was trending. Up there she was. Top. Joy yeah. Villa, friend of the show. Friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, hope to have her back. Powerhouse. Love and her. And maybe I'll talk the next show, but we'll see. No, don't be salty. I'm not salty. I, Joy, you know how we feel. We made a connection. Okay? We'll, we'll figure it out together. Um, anybody have anything else? Are we ready to wrap this puppy up? Ready to go. All right. Well... Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We appreciate it, um, as always. About time for me to get home and, and make love to my wife again. Uh, that's right. I thought you were injured. I am injured. There's no there's no rest when the wife wants a baby. Don't stop. Pop that pussy. Let me see your doo-doo brand. Mm, yeah. That's a man of honor right there. He's just going to put his head down and keep trucking. We, we enjoy that, Matt. Literally. We salute you. Literally. Literally. Thank you. Yeah, keep going. Um, knock me off cue there for a minute. But anyway, um, thank you guys for joining us. Um, we oh Matt, tell us where to find us on Facebook and what to do. Facebook.com slash the dad presents. Find us on Twitter at the same spot and Instagram. We have a website that will be coming in the next week. Wow. Um, and we are even bringing on a possible sound guy. Dun dun dun. Yeah, things oh, that we're, we're moving up. We got some big guests coming up. We got uh, Gloria Allred. Yes. Uh, we got uh, Rain Maida, the lead singer of Our Lady Peace. There it is. We got Larry Sharp, uh, uh-huh. who might be the libertarian uh, presidential candidate. Sure. So stay tuned, man. Right on. Good job there, Maddie. Um, do you want to take another crack at your sign-up? Nah, nah. I'm a, <laughs> I, I, I gave it another glance over, and it's it, it's a little too corny. So right. we're just going to... Let's just watch, watch the you do your thing. Yeah, watch the master. Take care of yourself. Take care of your kids. Take care of your family. We'll see you next time, you guys. Thank you for listening. All right. Peace. Peace.
pussy 